Welcome to Sex in the State, a newsletter about power. Masculinity, it's a trap. Sorry, not sorry for the clickbait headline. It's not masculinity itself that's the trap, actually. So my friend reacted to my what's wrong with native-born men post by suggesting native-born men act more gay. My paraphrase. Why does anyone hold on to an idea about how things should be that doesn't fit reality or serve their efforts to thrive? Is it only fear? Maybe men need to see that changing society to put less pressure on them to provide will benefit them. Maybe if we were less atomized or if there were more direct exposure to alternative ways of living or if there was more representation in media of non-normative families, straight men would feel less obligated to these systems. Queer families are inherently untethered from traditional gender roles, although they often recreate them, and in my experience tend to have a more extended close family dynamic, found family. I was reminded of a documentary, The Mask You Live In. The main point is to show how the indoctrination of boys into a certain narrow version of masculinity in the US has created the suffering in men that you describe. The solution is teaching boys and men to value and feel safe experiencing more feminine qualities, emotional awareness, intimacy, empathy. What serves us all is openness and closeness. And to paraphrase, I agree with all that. And my friend asked a great question. Why does anyone hold on to an idea about how things should be that doesn't fit reality or serve their efforts to thrive? I believe there's a certain epistemic, epistemic closure around masculinity that insulates it from a former escape. In my experience, many men can't see expectations around masculinity as something they can accept, reject, or modify. They see their conception of masculinity and its requirements as unassailable, universal, capital T truth. They can't conceive of a world in which their conception of masculinity can change to, to better serve them in the world. And I empathize. A world with no or less truth is extremely frightening and mooring and easily leads to nihilism. That's a walk I had to take and it was hard as hell. It makes me wonder whether epistemic closure is more masculine or feminine coded. But I think it's more slash also that there's a certain cultural, there's a strong cultural narrative around femininity being something women can and should reject or modify to better meet our needs collectively and individually. Mary Tyler Moore, feminism, etc., is fundamentally a reevaluation and or rejection of existing cultural scripts about the moral obligations of womanhood. But the cultural narrative around masculinity being something men can and should reject or modify to better meet their needs collectively and individually isn't merely weaker, it's also heavily, heavily stigmatized. A fundamentally misogynistic society shames men who perform femininity far more than women who perform masculinity. Women wearing pants? Cool. Men wearing dresses? Disgusting. Shameful. Gross. Women kicking ass? Badass. Men crying? Pathetic. All this is in flux, of course. There's progress, straight men wearing dresses to award shows, and backlash, but the fundamentals remain. And it's not just men who police masculinity, it's women too. There's no masculine equivalent to feminism. Men's rights activists challenge misandry, sure, but feminism seeks to eradicate sexism, not to reinforce it by merely propping up women relative to men. Unfortunately, some strains of feminism do reinforce sexism by merely propping up women relative to men, but they don't represent the movement as a whole. Neither feminism nor men's rights is doing all that much, all that effectively to evolve our conceptions of masculinity. There's so much less thinking, vocabulary, and activism around evolving masculinity compared to femininity. So in sum, I think it is fear that causes people to commit to an idea about how things should be that doesn't fit reality or serve them. It's fear of a world in which men aren't men and women aren't women because that points to a world in which many more things previously understood as immutable are in fact up for debate. A biological basis 
biological basis for not just sex but gender as well is simple, stable, and comforting. It's like sitting inside a box with spikes, not particularly pleasant to be in, but less frightening than, when you, than what you imagine might be outside. Ambiguity is unpleasant and scary. Change is unpleasant and scary. And when men do anything as individuals to push back against, question, shove off, or evolve masculinity, they're punished by men and women alike severely. So it is fear, but it's not unreasonable or unfounded. What I think men need, among many other things, is safety. They need to feel safe enough to merely begin to question gendered expectations. Men and women need to stop castigating men who fail or don't try hard enough to meet gendered expectations. We need to make it safer to contemplate a world with less or no capital T truth. I'd like to see us work toward building a society in which everyone knows that every person has intrinsic worth and value regardless of how well they're conforming to expectations, gendered or not. I want every person to believe that people are the point. Systems of belief should always serve people, not the other way around. I don't know how to get there, but I think acknowledging and understanding where we are is step one.